0: The reason we can have this conversation inside of the nation that is the United States is because the nation of the United States was found on a creedal purpose, not an ethnicity. Turns out, makes it real weird. It's why we were called the Melting Pot. We became a place where people of all nations could come because you subscribed to a creed. Welcome to another episode of the Carpe Fide podcast, where if the shoe fits, you wear it. And if the truth hurts, you bear it. I am Justin Gruber. And
1: I am Jesse Gruber. And today we hope you will seize the faith.
0: Welcome to episode 129 of the Carpe Fide podcast. How are you tonight, Jess?
1: I am tired and ready to go.
0: Those things don't always go back to back there, but I guess they will tonight. (laughs) Tired and ready to go. To bed. (laughs) (laughs) Tonight, uh, we're going to try to wade into the murky waters. Uh, We're not the brightest. No, that's true. Uh, As we talked about last episode, we're going to try to wade into the waters of uh, whatever kerfuffle there is. The thing that happened. (laughs) The thing that happened at the G3 conference involving Owen Strand's breakout in the pre-conference on Christianity, nationalism, and kinism. And then there was an interview that he did that we're going to try to go through tonight with you and kind of just talk about it. And, um, you know, we just wanted our booth at the G3 conference to be a safe space for people who... You know, maybe held Christian nationalist views, and maybe didn't. You know, we just wanted it to be a safe space where people could come and and they could they could just enjoy, you know, things without live fear.
1: laugh. <laughs> east not intermarry. Better be careful not intermarry. with other races oh gosh.
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right so what we have to do before we get started into any deep dives and breaking down of what people said and didn't say it probably a kinism joke some, everybody you'll, you'll get it in a little you'll, bit. yeah it's a kinism joke you'll have to you'll get it a little bit <laughs> it'll all make sense um uh, because kinism isn't something that you ever heard um about unless you listen to Christian podcasts in the last year so I mean it's not, it's not like it's a thing that you know um, Now you may know about it because you've listened to a Christian podcast in the past year but the majority of the world has no idea what kinism is that's so true we're on the bleeding edge here yeah what we're going to do is we're going to start with um, getting the basics down and out of the way of, of what is a, a Christian Jesse could you tell me give me your layman and layman interpretation of what a Christian
1: is um A Christian would be one who follows Christ. That's excellent. could you could you elaborate maybe a little bit?
0: That's a great. I mean, that was a great every man layman's definition. I don't want to underplay it.
1: One who um, believes in Christ and his work as defined in the scriptures, and one who seeks to live out the teachings of Jesus.
0: Okay, I'll I'll, I'll take that. I think that's that's pretty plain, pretty simple. Except until the gospel, you wanted wanted me to go plain Jane. Well, I mean, I thought we'd start with someone who believes in death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ, right? First and foremost, and then from there, yes, everything you said. I think well, since Jesus did
1: die and was buried and resurrected, I thought that the life of Jesus was sufficient. Okay, we're not we're not playing any fairy tale games here. It really happened. (laughs) Amen. (laughs) I'm not an atheist. It's, uh, I don't I don't have enough faith to be an atheist,
0: Frank Turk. <laughs> so anyway, um, a good podcast though. If you want to listen to a good podcast, <laughs> unlike whatever's happening right now, uh, that's a Christian. <laughs> next, we would have to define yeah, what would you pay for. Next, we would have to define what a nationalist is. Jesse, do you know what a nationalist is?
1: Um, going on my knowledge, I would think that a nationalist would be someone who values and protects who, who values their nation and would want to protect it from values of other nations, almost, uh, like, I don't know any nation. Yeah. Really. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I think we can work with that, that layman
0: definition, a nationalist being someone who... I'm trying
1: to be relatable to our listeners. Yes,
0: here. someone who lives in a nation and desires the good of their nation the of their before nation. they desire the good of other nations. That's right, essentially right, what right. a nationalist is. Kind of does.
1: like how I love my family and desire, desire the good of the your good family, of family before family you desire before, the good of other families. Right,
0: yeah, it's biblical. Right, so that's, yes. But when you take the two and put them together, right? So a nationalist, if you, if you were not a Christian, a nationalist just sees everything in terms of uh, policies and practices that set up the benefit for the benefit of their nation uh, in some and in some cases that can even be exclusionary to other nations not just not concerned with about them being their their good first but also excluding them in fact seeking that their nation even if another nation is degraded right for the sake of the benefit of their nation a Christian nationalist it's one of those funny things where the the Christian clearly trumps nationalist a Christian nationalist the adjective of christian, totally shapes what the nationalists then would be. A Christian nationalist is someone who seeks the sovereignty of Christ first. Therefore, when they seek the good of their nation, they seek the good of their nation only in and through what is good for
1: what is good through Christ. Does that makes sense? It makes sense to me. Now I- I do want to say something. I would like to interject here. I would love for you to, you dive Because I in. feel like there's not going to be many times where I will
0: be the one interjecting. Here. I'm actually going to keep asking you questions all night. You're going to be the lame man. You're, oh, going, to make, you're going to make sense
1: of the funny things I'm saying the out pe- of my mouth hole. The people's man. Um, I would, I would like, like to interject here. Because I have seen it countered on Twitter by people who have gone to school far longer than I have. You mean X. On X <laughs> by pe- I just broke that. Okay, I fixed it again. Um, By people who have gone to school far longer than I am, whose immediate retort Mm -hmm. would be, a nation can't be Christian because a Christian is a person and a person that believes in the gospel of Jesus Christ. Now, what I would like to point out Hmm. is that when we are using Christian as a descriptor of something, it goes from a noun to an adjective describing the thing. And describing the set of values that one thing might have. So, for instance, many of these people that I know um, on Chitter, twi- chitter. <laughs> you're combining X and Twitter, and just oh, going for it. I like it. That would be <laughs> don't <that's fine>. don't <laughs> don't. <laughs> um. Anyway, they would be they would advocate strongly for Christian schools. Um, but well, pff, a school can't believe the gospel. A school's a, an entity. Well, yes, you're using the term Christian. To describe the entity. You are using a, a descriptive language. Christian is the set of values that that school has. So Correct. It becomes the filter. To, it becomes the filter for which the school because is. It we becomes the filter we for which the nation We will not be defending against such stupid petty arguments. Especially from people who really should know better. So we're just not going to do that. Yes and amen. We're going to try to be above that fray,
0: although it's going to be difficult as the mud keeps getting slung. So, slang, slanged. <laughs> Mud slanging Mud slanging <laughs> um and so th- that is their argument and you would have to be able to say at some point um okay i see what your point is and then you immediately follow that up with a question okay can um can a person be a christian well yes of course um can uh, that christian person then has some calls in their life right so like a christian person is is to follow the great commission right to go into all the world and preach the gospel correct <laughs> i think that's kind of one of the things Christian- yes i'm sorry i was coughing i'm sorry that's why i waited i'm gonna wait for you to cough. for the i'm gonna wait for your yawning and then i'm gonna ask you <laughs> yeah there's something
1: going around there's something going around
0: <laughs> yeah it's called exhaustion um, <laughs> uh, so they're to go forth and and actually preach the gospel right yeah. Are they to then live out uh the a set of Christian principles like they would live out
1: of out of God's word, right? We would we we in the Reformed tradition believe you should read God's word and do what it says, right? Well it depends. Are we in twenty-first century America or the rest of Christian history? <laughs> oh! Uh yeah, you're supposed to live it. You're supposed to live that out. You're supposed to make, make disciples of those people. All right.
0: So if let just let me follow this through. Um let's say you had a Christian that was in charge of something, should they seek to then honor christ and follow him in that thing that they're in charge of like a
1: bulldozer or like what you sure doing? bulldozer like they should operate christian that bulldo- dozing right they should operate that. i do that in church sometimes <laughs> so uh, do you shut up i've seen it not you personally but because you're usually teaching it but <laughs> just <laughs> wouldn't that be awful anyway
0: <laughs> just pass out up there just snort away all right um Right so so if they were Sermon to be narcolepsy. like we we would expect a politician that's a christian to be m- moving about in the public sphere of politics in a way that is conforming their standards to what the word of god says. I would certainly hope that. Right so at the end of the day a nation that has a bunch of christians in it is going to be governed as Christ would we were be. sure hope yeah oh, okay all right so with the That's what I of- want. But the practical application there would be that a Christian nation is one that's made up of Christians, right? Uh, yeah. Or yeah at and, least... then, and then those Christians would then enact Christian policies, seeking to honor God in their policies. That's what their goal would be, right? I would think biblical policies, yeah. Right. It seems to make sense. I mean, all this follows rationally. So what we're differing over here is a semantical issue. Um, not a semitical issue. Not a semitical Semantical issue. It's a semantics game that we're playing um, certainly, nations cannot be Christian, for nations cannot be saved. But a nation isn't a nation if it's not made up of people. Like a nation is made up of people. <laughs> it's not a nation possible. Is its people, yes. So, like the whole argument is actually can't have an empty nation. It's an incredibly foolish one um, from the get go. Uh, nonetheless, we can. I think can we move forward? With and progress? yet here we are. I <laughs> just, I don't know. Eleven thirty at night, talking about this. This is not difficult. I mean, we can clearly see in the scriptures that God works in and through and around the nations. In fact, throughout the scripture, He is constantly uh, inserting His sovereignty over the nations. Uh, we know that. Um, in Acts 17:26, that he made from one man every nation of mankind to live on all the face of the earth, having determined their appointed times and the boundaries of their habitation, God is the one who creates, establishes, directs nations continually, that is kind of his thing. I mean, if he didn't, he would cease to be God, I would think. Job twelve twenty three. he makes the nations great, then destroys them. He enlarges the nations, then leads them away. God is sovereign over all of the nations, and he has made them. So, nation's a very real thing. Now, a nation is the people group by which it's made up. It's not simply this ethereal thing. God's speaking of very real things, very real things that he is sovereign over, for He is sovereign over all peoples at all times and in all ways. Amen. It's what it says, and every Christian says, "Amen." <laughs> Having looked at Christian nationalism, giving you He's big, giving you a big, broad overview of what Christian nationalism is, we then need to talk about this word that 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 is kinism. Kinism. Um, I would encourage you just for fun to Google it you will get your Wikipedia answer and you will read it and everything about it will say that it is all about white nationalism it is white na- na- nationalists and that is all it is you will find out that it is primarily emerged in either the 1990s or the early 2000s because nobody oh my gosh, has any just like, like me ID. I emerged <laughs> in the 1990s <laughs> you probably came out of kinist. we have no idea when it started uh, but basically uh, if you scroll down to the references you will find that the references come from Anti-Defamation League. And the Defamation League, Southern Poverty Law Center. Southern Poverty Law Center. These are all well-reputable
1: information. Very conservative yes. and trustworthy sources. trustworthy
0: sources. The trustworthy sources. They then ascribe things to people like Rush Dooney. Well, it's because
1: um, Wikipedia is edited by liberals.
0: One of the main resources is a, uh, is a book called Quiverful. Ins- Quiverful, Inside the Christian Patriarchy Movement by a, a author, Chris, Catherine Joyce. Uh, she is not a fan, just to be clear, in case you were thinking that was a book where she's like, oh, Christian Patriarchy. Patri- what a good thing let's get behind that no 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 no
1: no is she one of those liberal women that i so, hear about on the radio
0: i'm going to try to take uh the most clear and articulate view of kinism in a, in a applicable way that i can uh i am not a kinist uh i i only know about kinism as anyone does because i am inside of the christian sphere where suddenly it has emerged as a Hot button issue. Although I think the people they're talking about are actually fairy tales; <laughs> they don't exist. But nonetheless, no, not Kinnis. No, they. Not I, Kinnis. I think they exist. Not Kinnis, but but the Kinnis that are being described as the problem are not a movement inside of Christianity. Of reformed
1: Christianity, no.
0: Yeah, Yet, not a movement that certainly. And let's just say that there is a reformed Christian, white, ethnocentric, mono-ethnic racist Kenneth. Let's say that there there is him. That person following is him and maybe Joel Webbin. Maybe no. <laughs> that, that's not true. We are Here's the problem. Anytime we're going to mention people, these are people that we've interacted with, that we've appreciated their interactions, we have we have been thankful for them.
1: Um, and and we like, don't bash people, here. right? Unless you're John Wilkin talking about public education. You know what? That was she a deserved thing. every second of those three hours. That was hours over the things she
0: her. said. That was not over her. Particularly, it was over the things she I said. I have some things that I would like to say. Not to lots her of face <laughs> to face, Vis-a-vis. Some people, man. some people do make fun of me for my hair at different times, and I'm sure <laughs> Owen Strand has heard the odd short joke. It happens, okay. <laughs> But at the end of the day these are people that I believe ultimately do have uh, the goal of the glory of God in view. These are people that I, I think are relatively intelligent. They communicate well. They they are doing they're trying to do work. I think the talking past each other is driving me insane. I want to smack all of them in the face and you know, I I feel like confident that I could do that if they
1: wanted me to. I feel I feel <coughs> that way about almost every stupid hot button thing that, you know, dumb thing abstract. like such a fact we could probably um, name at least 10 or 15 things just right off the bat that are more important than this uh, this seems to be <laughs> sucking up all of this is like nothing
0: uh, the, again because they're the the boogeyman that's being described here doesn't is, is not a thing like it's not a thing that we need to concern about in fact the things that we do need to be concerned about are are <laughs> so much more important all right let me give you three views on kinism um even someone like owen strand who's come out very harshly against kinism recently um so much so that he changed the very title of uh, the title and presentation he was going to give in the pre-conference at G3 to uh, Christian nationalism and kinism. Um, He even describes this as having a soft kinism or a hard kinism. I'm going to give you kinism in three, in three, in three views. All right. Three views of kinism, a racist kinism, all right, a opinion kinism and a sociological or simply observable kinism. The concept of kinism in each of these is very similar. Kinism is the idea that it is it is um, it is most clear that people marry inside of their own ethnic groups. That is the lowest, simplest understanding of kinism. For example, um, a um, Anglo-Saxon would marry an Anglo-Saxon traditionally. Uh, someone who is of African descent often marries someone of African descent. Jews often marry Jews. Uh, Muslims often marry Muslims. Uh, Iranians often marry Iranians. Like this, is, this is the general, very, very general view of Kinism. Now, when you take that and put that into the three spheres of which it's talked about, a racist, or what you might call a, uh, a, a white, uh, we're not, it doesn't have to be white, it's just a racist Kinism would say. As racism does. By the way, racism is bad all the time. <laughs> racism is just bad. Uh, it just is an anti-Christian don't be a view. Please don't be a racist. It, it, you don't have to. You can be a racist kinist. You can be a racist reform person. You just would be living in contradiction to everything <laughs> that reformed theology. But but racism is the sin here. Racism is a sin. It's evil. Well, Martin Luther was pretty dicey. Wasn't he? <laughs> he was spicy. He did have some spicy things. Um, but racism is evil. So a racist kinist would be an evil person that would say that. They believe you should only marry inside of your ethnicity because that is the only ethnicity that is good and right. And other ethnicities, they need to worry about themselves or whatever they're doing out there. But they can't. They should marry in their ethnicities. But yours is the best ethnicity (laughs) to marry in amongst. Okay. If you were to put this into a Christian realm, a, a a kinism which tends to be most associated with Christianity, a a. Kinism that is racist in outside of Christianity is someone who actually says that it's only good for us to perpetuate our ethnicity and marrying amongst our ethnicity. Where the gospel is, because this is the ethnicity that Christ wants to have the gospel. Hopefully, you can you can follow that. That would be the racist form of kinism. Yes, the opinion or form of kinism, the the opinionated one, which stems much from like the verse I read earlier that God has established different ethnicities in different nations. Uh, believes that it is, their, it is their perspective that it is a good for people to marry inside of their ethnicities and to not intermarry with other other ethnicities because God has created all the ethnicities and we should seek to have a diverse culture by having those ethnicities maintained. That is the one that that is an opinion that they have about kinism, taking kinism and applying it into their opinion as the right as this is the correct view of kinism. Sociologically, kinism in and of itself is observable and factual. The great majority of people in the world will marry strictly inside of their ethnicities. It is not just a majority; it is the overwhelming and vast majority of humanity that does this. That is not a wrong or a bad thing. A a black person marrying a black person, a white person marrying a white person, a purple person marrying a purple person. These are not. This would be. This this is what we observe. We observe this throughout. Are, you know, I'm probably going to get in trouble for saying the purple thing. You know, it's like, oh, there's no, people. There's no purple people. How dare you? I don't I don't know. <laughs> I'm just saying, I'm just trying to make this. Well, is- we haven't
1: discovered every corner of the universe <laughs> yet.
0: There could be purple people. I've tried to establish this for us as a, in the most basis way we can. It is an observable fact. Now, the reason I say that racist kinism can be anywhere is because I've heard just as many people of different ethnicities say that, why aren't we just marrying inside of our ethnicity? It's not just a white thing. So this is an any ethnicity thing where you can be a racist kinist. my problem is, is that the white mono ethnic view of kinism is, is not something that you will bump into in reality. Like it's, these the several hundred trolls that exist they exist solely on x and they exist solely on x to hunt out the people that are attacking them specifically and that's pretty much their whole that's that's their life they live in a basement it's very dark I, right like, they, they don't get out
1: um <laughs> uh, they, they certainly don't reproduce with anybody i mean yeah which is yeah. ironic because they're ruining kinism i mean it's a whole <laughs> they're ruining the whole thing be fruitful and multiply uh with people that look like you. To be clear here,
0: we can observe kinism as a reality. Uh, yes, kinism happens. Um, I have married a woman who is of the same ethnicity as me, and we have kids who are also of that ethnicity. Um, you know, I've, I've, I've had the joy of of seeing. Many people uh that are not my ethnicity. Many people marry people of their ethnicity and have children of their ethnicity. Beautiful. I, I find none of this to be a an issue in its observable reality. The sociological uh objective nature of this is a is a truth that we see. That's kinism, um in its in its three forms, going from what Owen would say hard or white or ethnocentric or monoethnic kinism all the way to the softer view of what is stating the observable reality that kinism is uh, the way in which it seems as actually Augustine said <laughs> um, that it seems that God has made people to gravitate towards m- marrying inside of their ethnicity it, it seems to be that that is a, a commonality amongst all humans at pretty much across, across time and space are you a kinist? Uh, no, I, I am not actually a kinist. I um, so you're not speaking from no the kinist corner. Ca- I don't care. <laughs> I don't. I don't care. <laughs> Fair. Um, I only know of kinism because it has suddenly become a thing of which now we have to know about. And it's like we don't. We don't have to know about this. This is not. A, this is not where we should be investing our energy. <laughs> there are great evils. And realities that we need to engage in so that we can see the good of the gospel and Christ's kingdom march forward in individual lives, families, homes, counties, states, nations. Like, we need to see this moving, and we are
1: talking about this stupidity. Anyway, speaking of this stupidity, why are we talking about this stupidity, Justin? Yeah, well,
0: this first began to creep up um, when... (laughs) you know what i before we before we do that just remember that transition i want to make a couple of statements about why i'm not a canist and this is this this should hopefully also help you understand why i actually am um what what i like to call a christian nationalist (laughs) so i just i don't know okay it's a safe space i have safe space i have clearly defined it for you and if you have a biblical issue with it i would love to hear you have a rational argument with me if you don't see us at g3 next time this is why. My, okay. Well, no, I think we have a very good relationship with everyone there. And I don't think we've ever sought to create issues. I think, I think. No, we don't have
1: issues with people. People have issues with us. Uh,
0: maybe. I guess it's possible.
1: Um, I guess we'll find out. <laughs>
0: what I what I want to say here very clearly is uh, the reason I find myself to be a Christian nationalist is because the Great Commission calls us into concentric circles of spreading the gospel we start first in our home. We see this all the way back in the Shema. We were to begin by teaching our children diligently. Um, we carry it from our, our personal lives to our homes, to our communities, uh, however you might think of that, um, to our maybe our town. Uh, if you live in a county or a, or a township or a municipality, you carry it to... You know, your region, you carry it to maybe your state, you carry it. We see this going out, and that's exactly how the scripture defines taking the gospel until you are until you have gone all the way from your nation to all the nations. That's the whole idea of going forth with the gospel. I'm, I'm also a Christian nationalist because um, I am a Christian, and therefore I am a part of a nation. Now, we might hear something come uh, from someone like Owen Strand, who actually says that's why there can't be Christian nationalism, the idea that we have been made into a, a holy nation and a royal priesthood as the scripture tells us here's the thing uh there's neither junior or greek slave nor free male nor female but all are one in christ jesus here's the thing about my nation my nation is in christ jesus like that's the reality of the first the, the spiritual nation in which i live which makes the kinism thing hard for me because it's the one plate the christian nation should be uh essentially um Monoethnic like there is no other there's no inherent ethnicity that we need to worry about for we are all christians It doesn't matter because in christ. Why are we having these divided lines? They they shouldn't be dividing lines We're united in christ. So you're saying ethos over ethnicity Mm -hmm. When it comes to this matter, it it does seem to be what i'm saying This is why like I look at my brother, uh, like samuel say who we had great fun with at g3 Uh, It was great to like to get to shake his hand meet him in person and just like kind of goof and laugh and and have a really good time. Um, he
1: is. Y'all need to stop coming up to that to that brother because he he needs a break. <laughs> hey, he Give puts, that guy like five minutes, please. You don't get a break when you write when you write blogs. You just like that. You're now now you're out there. Man. I've written you're blogs blogger. and I got breaks. <laughs> What's that? Like? What's the difference? Uh, <laughs> um, anyway, like don't answer that. All
0: right, yeah, don't. No. Uh, he is, uh, geez, I I should double check. I may, may have even had his child by now. I feel like I would have seen that on the socials. Maybe we could could be proud. We definitely would know. But, um, but him and his wife are expecting, he is of a different ethnicity than his wife. And you know what? They ultimately have the same spiritual nation. They are both Christians. Here, that's what breaks this down, right? The reason we can have this conversation inside of the nation that is the United States is because the nation of the United States was found on a creedal purpose, not an ethnicity. Turns out, makes it real weird. It's why we were called the melting pot. We became a place where people of all nations could come because you subscribed to a creed. Much in the way, there is neither Jew nor Greek. There's no dividing lines amongst amongst ethnicities inside of the kingdom of God because we are all one in Christ Jesus, That's not demeaning to other ethnicities. Rather, it is to say all ethnicities are united in Christ. I heard uh, John Perkins, who marched with Martin Luther King, say it this way once. He said, there can be no racial reconciliation without gospel reconciliation. It is literally the thing that reconciles all ethnicities to Christ. Anyway, well, I mean, I'm saying it's it. just straight up Ephesians 2. I I don't want to, let's not get too biblical now, you know. <laughs> but the, I mean Ephesians 4, <laughs> Galatians. I mean Galatians 3. I mean like these this is clearly taught throughout the scriptures. And so what I want to Ruth acknowledge and Boaz, like we're, we're acknowledging something very great and mighty Rahab. in that. And this has always been the way, like, when we look back through the line of Jesus Christ, it's important to acknowledge that Christ doesn't come to us except through the sovereign hand of God. And in doing so, God used non-Israelites in the lineage of Christ. Like, we have to make that clear and obvious, right? Rahab was not an Israelite. Rahab was not a Hebrew. Okay? Rahab was a Canaanite. Like, straight up hardcore Canaanite. And yet she is in the lineage of Christ. We have the Moabite Ruth. Literally the history of the nation of Israel is marked by great interactions with people who are not ethnically of Abraham, yet they are in the line of Christ. And so this has always been something that we have seen that actually the teaching of God has united people together of different ethnicities into one people. And so a Christian nation would be one that seeks to exalt Christ first and foremost as every Christian should desire to be. And if Christians are in influence of the nation, they, you certainly should see that. That was what we would expect to see. In fact, if we saw a, peop- a people that was Christian, right? These people, individuals coming together to love and honor Christ and their nation behaving as a pagan, what we would then say is not Oh, that's the right thing to do. What we would actually say is, those people probably aren't Christians. <laughs> they're probably not Christians at all. Actually,
1: they're full of crap. <laughs> that's what we would say. Anyway, hopefully, and and we've seen we've seen close to this previous in history. You know, we're not living it now in this country, but previous in this country, we were much closer to this than we are today. I mean, you know, you think of. Um, kuiper and like the, there, there were christian leaders and acting christian laws kuiper you mean the prime minister of the netherlands
0: yeah, yeah oh man he was okay. the prime minister and he literally came up with fear sovereignty didn't he he, he well he, he pointed well, it out he, yeah. he pointed out the obvious he recognized this. Yeah, he recognized yeah. it and put it into a word. it so right, really right, right. contribute to him through teaching of god <laughs> just <laughs> identified it it was already there um Right. Yes, and amen. I would like to point out the most quoted text in the discussions of the Continental Congress in establishing our Constitution uh, was the Bible. And next after that was um, Blackstone's uh, English Law, uh, which in which his most quoted source was <clears throat> the Bible. And then after that, you had John Locke, who wrote a lot about something called the Bible. So (laughs) I'm just just pointing it out. And then you have to acknowledge the reality that we were called the melting pot. We were a nation that was not built on an ethnic people group, but rather a creed, which is a Christian teaching. And you might want to say something really strange, like, oh my gosh, maybe this nation had a Christian founding. And then you go out to the Liberty Fund and you buy yourself three resources, okay? Three resources from the Liberty Fund, The first one is Sacred Rights of Conscience. Okay, you buy that one, and then you buy Political Sermons of the Founding Areas, Volume 1 and 2, and you will then have 30 pounds of paper that highlights the teachings of people influential in the founding of this nation. And you will say, holy crud, they really knew the Bible. They were trying to follow what it said. <laughs> like, it's overwhelming to me the incredible amount of ignorance of people that are like, look i have a Christian founding, we a bunch of deists. We had some of the worst deists in the history of the world founding this country, okay? We had deists that kept appealing to the providence of the creator. You know what a deist doesn't do? appeal to the providence of the creator. That's not, providence isn't in their vocabulary, right? D is so like, God wound it all up and then he walked away. That's, providence isn't even in there. But that's, you're
1: gonna have to reel it in. You're gonna have to reel it in. Sorry, thank you. There's a lot to talk about. All right, let's just go through. Let's we haven't ju- even touched any of the content. We're, we might have to reevaluate what we talk about here. Yeah, maybe this is. Should this just be an intro? Like at this point, because I think I, it's gonna. It's gonna. I don't even. What's our time mark? Are we overwhelming people? We're at a half an hour already of yeah, discussing this. There's no way we, we can't touch the video. We'll touch that later. All right. Well, let's just do some setup. Okay. Um, yeah, we'll do some setup. We'll talk about some tweets. Okay. That's, we'll let that's, these people get to bed. This is great. When I say these people, I mean- Unless I mean, you're
0: listening early in the morning, please do not be a sluggard. Observe the ant, thou sluggard. <laughs> listening to this. Uh, all right. We'll, we will go to bed. But for you, you may be going to work. Which to each great, his own. Which is great. Yes, and amen. Um, to the awake, I was awake. To the sleeping, I was asleep. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, <laughs> the big controversy kicked off in G3 when G3, I don't know what to say. I They purposefully- like tweeted it, but I also don't want to... I, mean, I don't know if they intended for it to have quite the feedback that it they got. They had no
1: clue that they were going to get ratioed with <laughs> this hard. G3 Ministries posted pictures and quotes. Uh, they do a good job.
0: They look nice, but they posted one from Owen Strand's uh, pre-conference on uh, Christian, Christian nationalism and kinism, uh, in which the quote says this. God does not love a merely white church in America. God loves a global people of all backgrounds and tribes. Owen Strand. And okay. to that we say Amen. Amen. I mean, as does every
1: internationalist I, mean, I know. Like <laughs> so, who <laughs> Who's getting slapped in the face on this one? Like like who where's the target? That's what I want to know. No, it's those Like I don't think of, that there was a single person. It's the Might I argue, I don't think that there was a single person. Of the 8,300 individuals at the G3 National Conference, 2023, in Atlanta, and I don't think that there... I I would even go so far as to say that I don't think that there is a single person who would subscribe with money to G3 Plus and to go and listen to this sermon that disagrees with that. So where is the nail that we're hitting here?
0: And that was kind of the issue um, because this... Uh, given the title of his uh, presentation, his his speaking engagement there, it became um, like it became an obvious hotbed topic for people who were like, "Well, I I kind of feel like I'm a Christian nationalist, and it's kind of part of the talk you gave there." And we're pulling this quote out, and like, are you implying that I'm some sort of white supremacist? <laughs> like, is that what you're? Is that what you're doing? Because
1: right, are we are we are we broad brushing here? Are we like what what are we doing here? You know, it's got a picture of him shouting in the background, and you know, well, I mean, and, just talking. We don't know if he's shouting. He's got a mic on. His mouth's
0: open. It's not the best. I mean, honestly, it's a big I, mouth. It's got a I would big hope mouth and for tiny a, man. I would, I would expect
1: him to be projecting
0: with that mouth. I know, but I'd rather a different picture of me if I just had the choice. But I guess he didn't. Well, it's like well, not like they It's like were sure like, hey, didn't. we're gonna pick what choice of picture he is now. He was like, well, he I the guess frame nicely a though. Yeah, he did good job. It's a it's a great photo. Uh, he's photogenic um it caused a, a bu- much consternation um and to be fair many of the people that are like what do you who who are you talk about who are you talking about bro uh would love to sit down and have a conversation about this
1: <laughs> really big hammer really
0: tiny nail <laughs> right this was the old like i meant to hit the nail but i i hit a baby this is
1: exactly what this is <laughs>
0: like uh <laughs>
1: Mm. I I, I roll in almost exclusively Christian circles. I have for almost my entire life. And I would say, I would truly say that there is maybe one person I can think of that was truly racist. Uh, But I mean, like, this is in 30-something years of existing. I feel like the sample size is very small. It's all very interesting when you go back,
0: maybe, but go back to like twenty twenty one. We had this weird thing where all of a sudden we were very upset with uh, Christian nationalism. You you would have heard it on ABC, NBC, MSNBC, MS uh, or uh, NBC News. Uh, any any mainstream media was talking about Christian nationalism, which very quickly morphed into white Christian. Nationalism and it became this giant boogeyman on the left, in which um, pejorative. It was a pejorative. It, it it was it became this this thing on the left where they were just attacking Christians uh, that wanted to see the good of the nation. They wanted to see um, righteous righteous ruling as opposed to unrighteous ruling. You know, people that were like, um, the government can't tell a church what to what to do, like. The government can't be like, you have to close now. <laughs> like That's not a thing. You know, crazy people like that said things like that. Um, and they were like, well, you're a Christian nationalist. And then it quickly became a racial thing, white Christian nationalism. Well, way back in in 2021, <clears throat> uh, Owen Strand uh, commented in responding to a, uh, an Ali Beth Stuckey tweet. He, he said, quote, white Christian nationalism, quote unquote, is nothing but nothing but wokeness's boogeyman. Instead of clearly delineating its own body of political ideas, wokeness wolfishly deflects choosing to demonize a largely fictitious system. White Christian nationalism just means what the woke detests. Back, That was what Ellen was saying back then. And I agree with him. (laughs) Yes and amen. Now, um, mono-ethnic kinist Christian nationalism is one of the largest boogeymans we must just destroy with all of our social... Media prowess, <laughs> um, and and um, that becomes a concern. One of the big things here is he's tweeting back in twenty twenty one this, which is exactly that he's detesting what the left was doing by broad brush stroke broad stroke painting uh, Christians as Christian nationalists and white Christian nationalists, uh, which is ironic because I, I I knew people of other ethnicities <laughs> that were you know, Christians and also saying the same things I was. And i like, Oh no, it's because we just love God. And we try to want to try to do what he wants to say, what he wants us to do and say like, not, not because we're white. Anyway, <clears throat> um, now you get a G3 tweet where God does not love merely white, white church in America. God loves a global people of all backgrounds and tribes. And this is direct response to Christian nationalism and kinism. And you're like, well, wait a second. Isn't this the exact type of gaslighting the left was doing to, to all of us that you detested? But now you're a part of
1: it. It feels, it feels really hypocritical. And there's a lot of reasons why we think that way. Um, and we are going
0: to do it. Get into uh, it in detail. We are.
1: We are. Whether we touch on that in this podcast or whether we touch on it in the yeah, next this time. is this is part one. And <coughs> we're not we're not getting into it tonight. I, we I, we do pity you for having to listen to all of it. I mean, um, I, but it's, I hope. But it's important. Clarify. We, we're not the only people that are frustrated about this. Um, Almost. Sorry, microphone. <laughs> microphone foul. Almost <laughs> <laughs> Almost everyone that we've talked to that has listened to the G3 conference who would even be a, a CN or a Christian nationalist ally you know, was frustrated with the, the tone and tenor of a lot of the conversations surrounding Christian nationalism from the G3 peeps and from those who were speaking at G3. And I personally was frustrated as well um because i find i find these i mean the 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 funny meme was uh owen strawman you know like it it feels like you're setting up strawman to box at um when when you're when you're having quotes like this being um promoted and it's like you know okay well um i feel like we're being gaslit a bit like like, that that's where that's where the similarities come in. It's like, okay, who—who who is this? You know, RABC, RA, you know, who are these white Christian nationalists that want to take out, you know, the blacks from America? Oh, they, they don't really exist? Okay.
0: Yeah, I'm not noticing many people in white hoods anymore. What do we do with all of them? Oh, we demean and demoralize them until they don't exist.
1: Uh, we subscribe <gasps> them to the G3 Plus app and have them listen to Owen's... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> All two of them, and watch G three go under because there's no one to describe. There's no there's no to subscribe. To subscribe. Um, yeah, so like th- that—that's where it feels—it feels similar. I feel like I feel like either through intention or miss, or, or not. I, I don't want to ascribe motives, but Owens a very smart person, very smart. Yes, and and he's smarter than certainly you and I, probably you and I combined. But like, let me speak for yourself. That's this funny. is pretty. This this. <laughs> Um this method of attacking this problem that he sees is stupid. yeah there's 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 there
0: are reasonable people that are communicating to um communicating to oh, and are trying to have this dialogue and it doesn't seem to be going anywhere. Um, you have to remember the, the uh, Stephen Wolf wrote a book on Christian nationalism and it, it it's been out for a very long time and when it first came uh, out, there was a
1: very long time. Oh, it came okay. out like this year dude.
0: Well, maybe I'm wrong. I, I thought it came out literally a year ago. But I, I, I mean, it's a long time as far as news cycles go. Literally, it came out and there was a huge kerfuffle Justin, about we, this. we
1: literally they, follow a book that was written thousands of years ago.
0: No, no, but <laughs> we live in an instant news cycle, bro.
1: Well, I just think we should clarify what a very long
0: time is. Yeah, well,
1: it,
0: it feels like COVID was a very long time ago, but then they keep bringing it back up again. It keeps becoming new. <laughs> oh, my, oh, my gracious me. we're trying to literally find exactly when this was we're gonna find exactly when it was published it doesn't give me that why don't you just search published date why do you search the book and then like you're gonna buy it instead of just searching for the well
1: because usually it has the published date on here yeah no but not on canon press
0: that's not a thing um but when it first came out there was all this dust up about these types of passages
1: um november 1st 2022 it wasn't even a year ago.
0: Okay, it's eleven months ago. Still not a year. Oh, you are quibbling over. We are you. You keep your semantic bull crud out of here, okay? I'm already having one problem. I can't have another one. Um, there was this up about about these exact contents, and that's that's great and fine. And then it was like, like silent. You know why? Because there's a di- uh, the idea of a racist kindness, a construct inside of Christianity is stupid. It doesn't work. But now it's back again, and we're reattacking it. It's like, why are we reattacking it? <laughs> Who are they? Where are they? Where is their massive following? Where is the uprising? Like I just, uh, it's a, it's a big, it's a struggle, it's a struggle for me. <clears throat> now again, when I when I'm saying this, I'm saying like. I believe there are Christian nationalists trying to do things. I just don't believe that they're this particular vein of Christian (laughs) nationalists. Like there are Christian nationalists trying to have conferences and trying to work and seek to help establish people that can, you know, be in office and and they're trying to affect their communities and they're trying to affect their cultures where they live and, and trying to cause that to spread out. Like I I see that I, I do. I see conferences of Christian nationalism going on. I'm not denying that doesn't exist. I'm asking where the, where the mono ethnic racist ones are. Like, that's what I'm looking for. Um, and, and I,
1: I know s- where they are. Oh, wait, where are they? Iran, Iraq, <laughs> Afghanistan. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> we are not touching that. Not touching that one. Um, and I say that, I, I say all that because uh, essentially pushback on a tweet caused the change in the title and content of what, Owen talked about at the pre-conference. It was literally interactions on Twitter that he said, you know what? I'm going to do this on kinetism and you don't have to believe me. You can literally like search kinetism on his X files and your uh, X X file. It sounds so stupid to say his X timeline. And you'll see that. Uh, oh, geez. Now I feel like I, I feel compelled that I have to. Actually, no, I got it. I got it. All right. It. Um, <coughs> it was um, in August where he's like, I, w- <laughs> yeah, I will August. Be changing. For, I will be changing from the gospel and the state. Uh, where I was going to talk about Christian Christian nationalism, nationalism, I will now be talking about Christianity and kinism. And it's like, cool, because you'll have to define kinism because none of us know what the heck it is. So please do do tell us what kinism is so we can then watch for it and run from it. Uh, You know, it's... (laughs) 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 Nope, not touching it. So... And, and again, like the memes are, we've interacted with Joe Webber, hilarious. We've interacted with Owen Strand, and uh, we we actually appreciate both of them. Like we've had good interactions with both of them. Uh, they're they've they've actually been able to support. They both individually supported the idea that the, the the government should have nothing to do with the church. It shouldn't be over the church and trying to establish what the church should do or shouldn't do, close or clo- close when, open open when. They both agreed with that, and they both stood for that, and we are very grateful and thankful for it. Amen. Amen. And these are people on different spectrums sides of this conversation. And um, here's the problem: when are we having the conversation together? And we'll get into this next next step topic when we go through um, this little breakout interview uh, that Owen did at G three. And we'll go through it kind of minute by minute. We'll let him him talk, and then we'll talk about what he said, and maybe you know think through some of the ideas that may be okay, and maybe maybe they're maybe they're just not they're 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 just gaslighting but what we don't want to do is allow inside of the Christian community what the what the cultural left does to all of Christendom which is literally gaslight it by lying about it like we don't want to do that and we don't want to attack problems we don't want to make up problems so that we can then attack things that that aren't real in fact we have far too much sin to attack and destroy and mortify that that attacking things that don't exist are not helpful
1: amen. And (coughs) sorry, everybody. Um, you know, and we'll like, there have been, there has been a a statement on, um, Christian nationalism that's been published. There has been, there has been work and progress made in that movement that wants interaction from men like Owen and wants interaction from men like Scott annual and Josh Bice and, but rather than sitting down and dialoguing about this as people who reformed christian culture looks to to help advance the conversation it's just it's just um what am i it just runs into a wall um there's I
0: mean, we know like we're not talking like fakely we just don't want to bring up names cuz it's not the point like we know people we know people that helped to establish the statement on christian nationalism we know them and before you ever knew it existed, before it ever had a website, before it was ever a thing that you could go and observe, uh, for months there was con- trying to establish contact with people like the people, the, the men of G3 to talk about it, to get their opinions and views on it, to develop it, to, and the, there was not an interaction. They were shut down. Now either they are bold faced liars of which I really struggle to struggle with because I, I I've I've gotten to know we've gotten to know some of them. Like Right. Or or there is a failure to acknowledge and, and you'll hear it you'll hear it in the interview that we go through next week directly from Owen, there's a failure to acknowledge that there needs to be a conversation uh, or else you're just tilting at windmills. Uh, and, and like that doesn't go well. Like
1: you're just well,
0: Don in this mess, and it's, you're not. Do, you're you're causing more frustration. In fact, you're causing people to run to a racist kinism that doesn't exist. You're making it exist by by doing this. Like it's it's ridiculous.
1: Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm I sorry. mean it, it. It is frustrating, and I know that we're certainly not ever going to be able to have a man like Owen Strand on the podcast. You know, with like getting his attention is going to be quite difficult but we do want to have good conversations on our podcast with whoever would like to but i mean we've even tried to talk to some people like just just just
0: friends of ours like will you come on can we have this conversation just talk about it back and forth and there's a fear there's like a literal worry to have that conversation because in having that conversation i don't think they they even know what the fallout's going to be like they're concerned to have it and i don't know why we all believe in the sovereignty of Christ and we all want his glory. Like his glory to go forward, not ours.
1: People, men, men have disagreed over far more and still maintained a wonderful fellowship. Like I mean, like and,
0: I and fruitful ministry, like and
1: fruitful ministry. Like what, what, what is the big deal? Why can't people just get together and talk about stuff?
0: Well, I mean, we'll 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 definitely hear Owen's explanation for that um, next week. It is not legitimate. It, it's just it, Christian. Let me just say this: the Bible is very clear. The people you love first and foremost are your brothers and sisters in Christ, and you love them more than yourself, and from there you can then love the world. But if you do not love your brother and sister in Christ, then John is very clear. The love of Christ is not in you. How dare you think you can love the world without loving your brother and sister in Christ first? So I'm just going to say that. And you don't like that. If you don't like that, I don't care. It wasn't my idea. (laughs) This is not my thing. Um but that is something that we can tackle next week. There are just a ton of tweets, and I, I honestly, I hope this is a big, broad overview. I hope that if you are in disagreement with what we're saying, that you can interact with us, you can talk with us, message us on Instagram or X or Facebook or are we on Gab too. Yeah, oh, we are. Or on Gab. on Gab, or you know, wherever. I mean, honestly, if, if you're a white, we <laughs> I was gonna say, if you're a mono ethnic on Gab, please, you know, let's talk about it because I mean, I'd love to. Inform you of your error. <laughs> I'd love to, inform, love to show you some things from the Word of God, <clears throat> but um, um, we're just saying because Gab is a free speech platform. That's all we're saying. <laughs> um, but but interact with us. Let us know. Let's talk about it. Um, and and if you're like, how dare you say you're a Christian nationalist and you're concerned that we've somehow changed? Let's be honest. You've heard what we've said since the beginning. There's no sure. There's a. This is a, episode 129. That means we've, we we've have over over two years of continual recording, which we've is not true. We've had gaps and stuff in there because when we first started, we took like six months off, but, but we have a lot of content that we've put down. You, you can know what we believe because we've said it like again and again and again and again. And the reason you've interacted with us is because you've heard what we've said and you're actually very thankful for it. And it's not because it's our thing. It's because it's, we want to do what God says. So if, if the Christian nationalist idea scares you, please reach out and talk to us. I think if if nothing else, we, we've we've tried to build relationships with all of you as listeners. We, I feel
1: like we're approachable. Yeah, we, we're not those people. We're right? not cool enough to not be approachable. Right. We don't have ivory towers. Right, right, right. <laughs> we're down yeah, in the muck yeah. here. We're yeah, slinging. We're it right with you. here with you guys. We're full
0: time. we full time employees. We're full time pastors. We're husbands. We're dads. We, we're like we're with you. Like we're with you on it. So like let's talk about it. Let's have that engagement. Um, but but we we are very th- we're thankful to to have the opportunity to talk about this and and hopefully this can strengthen our church and hopefully it can strengthen you and strengthen you and your church where you are. And, and hopefully we, this can lead to maybe some of these men having dialogues across this imaginary line and actually making headway for the good and glory of the gospel. I mean, gee willikers,
1: right? Maybe, maybe when we, the lay people um, have these interactions and learn and grow and build one another up uh, and edify each other and mature each other, maybe eventually the, Evangelical reformed intelligentsia will also do the same.
0: Right. Let's affect like, you know what? Let's affect the top by working from the bottom up. Like let's just do it. Like let's 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 get down and dirty. So maybe maybe your are your person who, who who thinks Christian nationalism is, is absolutely nuts. Hey, we're we'll platform you. You wanna come on, let's talk about it. Let's let's have this dialogue. Let's open up the word of God. Um, we're not
1: we, scared. Maybe we can We don't a, get paid.
0: <laughs> 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 maybe we can have a couple people on, like maybe maybe we can do that. We're we're not shying away from it. We're running towards it. Um, and, and we're trying to outline these things as logical, rational, and biblical. Like that's what they are. Um, so hopefully, hopefully this is a great intro and next week when we spend, uh, you know, an hour going through what was really only a 25 minute, <laughs> 25 minute interview, um, which by the way, it's, it's, it's the, uh, interviewer, I forget his name, John something. Uh, I forget what his name is. He's got the he's, oh, he's got great hair though. It is good hair though. You, you can't knock that hair. And and, oh, and and in between them is, is cute little Aaron Coates <laughs> Who's, Whose only contribution was very Canadian uh, She basically said I just don't know why we can't <laughs> That's not how you sound Aaron you know, that's how you sound. <laughs> I don't know why we can't just like Love each other oil? and be nice and be kind Popeye
1: Man, That is like an old reference Does anybody even know Popeye anymore? Well I actually was watching it on uh, Canon Plus Which is a Christian nationalist app <laughs> <laughs> with my kids recently, well, Popeye. there you go. I can't do her voice well. My voice is also that's because gone. it's
0: nearly impossible. Aaron was so just sitting there, like, what did I get
1: myself into? <laughs> How did I end up here? I want to know who was responsible for inviting our friend Aaron onto that. And yeah, like, that's why not did you where put Aaron her in that situation? Aaron doesn't want to be there for that. <laughs> she could have been eating breakfast or something. Like, geez, the guys She could guys. have been hanging
0: out at the G three booth. I mean, gee whiz, at the carpeted oh, booth. That yeah. was so. It was so great to see them. Uh, but that was, it was anyway, we'll, we'll look forward to going through that with you guys uh, next week. And hopefully we, you can understand why there's some frustration with us because the, there is a, there is a literal disregard uh, for the interaction across frustration the with us
1: frustration on our, uh, part. sorry,
0: the frustration that's coming from us, <laughs> man, words are difficult.
1: It's late. Um,
0: it is late because there's a reason and, and you'll hear it. And it's just, this, it's all becomes very sad because we're, we're, we are all fighting against something that's. That's really wasting energy. We are really wasting energy here. um but it's important to know you can't just ignore it now like because people are thrusting it into this mainstream thing where it just doesn't need to be nonetheless um hopefully this intro has gotten you there and uh and at points you have laughed and cried and. You know, also just been stirred up for the glory of God. That's the that's the key here.
1: <laughs> we'll see. Maybe we hopefully, maybe hopefully one person at least. Yes, yes. Please, uh, if you have not, and if you have extra time, go back and listen to episode one hundred and nine, uh, where we talk with Pastor, Planter, soon to be author, leader of the Men's Muster, or uh, Alex Rodriguez, uh, where we talk, uh, we sit down and chat with him about Christian nationalism. Um, we've heard from some of you and have uh, heard that it was very clarifying for you. And that is a huge blessing. That is that is totally not something that we plan for. I mean, we hope it every episode, but definitely not something that we can claim to be our own. That is certainly work of the Holy Spirit um, and probably a little, little bit of Alex in there as well. Um, so, yeah, please go back. If you have no clue what we're talking about, please go back. Listen to that. Hopefully you've had a good intro to what we'll be talking about next week hopefully with Alex. and uh, yeah, yeah, it'd be great
0: to have him on and talk about this too.
1: So good. Uh, so we look forward to that. And uh, until
0: then, Christian, we hope this episode has stirred you up and that it will cause you this day to seize, seize the, the faith. faith.